Cherry Developer News, episode number 103 for Monday, January 18th, 2016. I am Ken Ripple. I'm Jeff Lebowski. And we are here to talk about news of the developer kind. That's like uh, the Close Encounters thing, right? Uh, only less interesting. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's there's no really cool uh, fight scenes. No one gets gassed. It's just, it's not like the movie. And frankly, there's a lot of people doing it. So. It's true. So it's been a long time since we've done developer news, uh, mostly because of... Me, uh, I've been pretty busy doing other stuff, and I'm trying to get back into the swing of it. So my current, and you'll go back a year or two years and listen to the same uh, diatribe, my current goal is to have more of these. However, I have six or seven built-in other podcasts featuring ETE 2016 speakers. So good news, we actually have some content coming down the road for podcasts. But, you know, as much as I'd like to, uh, we're not doing the dev news as fast as I would like to, but we're going to try this year. So this is number 103. It's a brand new year. I've been shot with that thing that they used in the uh, movie about the aliens. Now I don't remember anything. So let's start off with some new news. The perfect slate. Exactly. So why don't we start with something uh, interesting from the Microsoft realm. So what is this about the Edge Chakra engine that's happening? Yes, Microsoft has opened up all of your chakras. Uh, whether <laughs> you like it or not, your chakras are now open. That sounds very revealing. Uh, so uh, Project Chakra is the JavaScript engine for Edge which is the new Microsoft browser that is replacing and destroying uh, IE, long may it perish. I wish I had a sample for a giant bunch of clapping, but I don't. Yeah, so it's uh, it's the new browser for Windows 10, and it, ho it promises to be less terrible than the old browser for Windows 10. <laughs> um, and so they're migrating off of IE Core and moving into this new Edge browser, which mm -hmm. admittedly is really not that bad. I've used it. Yeah, it's starting it's to get it. It's getting its sea legs. And um, But the JavaScript engine Microsoft has open sourced, and when they mean open source, like they, it's on GitHub. And they are actively accepting pull just, requests. Just to note, Microsoft, uh, was it github.com slash Microsoft slash Chakra Core? Chakra Core. And there and, it is. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, before I think they would actually set you on fire and then like, <laughs> catapult you directly out of Microsoft's campus. How dare you? Now they're running GitHub accounts. Uh, so my, how, how the world has changed. Uh, but it's an embeddable JavaScript core. Um, so, hey, it's Win32. Uh, if you have need for fast JavaScript, it's surprisingly fast. And if you feel like tinkering with an actual language, and so, and you can also say on your resume that, hey, I contributed to, to IE, uh, whether that's a plus or a minus. Or I, I guess to edge, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. to edge, yeah. Uh, but that is, that is a, a fairly large facet of Microsoft's online positioning right now, and it is open source. So, yeah, hooray. Yay. Yay. And in related news, Microsoft support lifecycle, they are end of lifing IE, what, 8, 9, and 10? 8, 9, and 10 are dead. Uh, they are officially EOL. <laughs> Pour out a, for me, a 40 for all of your uh, dead web apps here. Uh, so <laughs> may, may, your, may all of your ActiveX uh, rest in peace forever. Uh, so that is deceased, uh, bereft of life. Uh, it sings I, with the choir invisible. I'm not dead yet. Uh, yeah, it's getting there. I'm surprised at the number of terrible products Microsoft is end of lifing. Uh, so when I say end of life, I mean not really, though. Because you can pay Microsoft a hideous amount of money per instance and get support continued. Uh, so um, everybody who's in the Defense Department, yeah. you're, you're cool. You're, Any you, company who has not upgraded to Windows 98. Yep, yep. <laughs> your, your, your Windows ME and, Win and IE6 accounts oh, are all still going to be rolling. So Windows Millennium, remember mm, that? Oh, delicious. Turn of the century. Um, okay, so, so that's that. We have that going on. Um, let's see. Google has just adopted the Open JDK for their Android platform. That is pretty nice news, don't you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. It means we may actually get a Lambda 
uh, once or twice now. Uh, so I, I've been enjoying uh, being stuck in, I think, what, JDK 1.1 for Android development now for the past <laughs> 15 years. Uh, I don't think it's that bad, but it's it, it's older. It's like 6, right, JDK it, it's, 6? It's, it's 6, and it, and it sucks. Yeah. And, uh, it's, and you would think, you know, everybody looks at Google as some kind of bright, shining torch leading the way. And they're, they're a couple, you know. Well, not even not a whole decade behind, but they're they're behind for Android. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so and this unfortunate thing with uh, getting you know sued into oblivion from Oracle that didn't help no, at all. No, no. This is kind of widely viewed as a uh, as a patent infringement slash look. We're actually the good guys maneuver, uh, but it's it's technically the correct thing to do because JDK six is kind of terrible and old, and uh, <laughs> yeah, even even though we're inter- we're transpiling it into to run times, it's still a pretty crappy language to be doing what it's supposed to be doing. So uh, hooray for our streams and our lambdas and all the other delicious things that we'll get with JDK 8. The commits only landed a couple weeks. They've been in development, but they only went public a few weeks ago. So we got some time. Um, maybe N, whatever N will be. But yeah, Android 7. But, well, uh, the Marshmallow, we have not found we, out what N is yet, correct? Yeah, it might be Nougat. Who knows? Must be. It's yeah, got to be Nougat. I, I hope so. I hope yeah. so. Nougat's one of those mystery things that nobody knows what it's made it's of. It's Nutella, actually. It's what it's it gonna really be. is? Yeah. Oh, no, wow. I have no idea. Oh, okay. But well, if you... it is, I have no idea what it's going to be then. No, it'll be N. At yeah. the very least, we know it's the next letter in the English alphabet, and for that, I'm absolutely certain. <laughs> okay, next piece of news. Let's see here. Uh, we have an interesting situation with the remote code execution with Trend Micro. What, what happens? Let's say you've installed Trend Micro antivirus. What can go wrong? Everything. We do not get paid by any other antivirus company, so do not blame us. <laughs> yeah. So what happened? Yeah, if you, if you think of that one scene from The Professional, everything <laughs> oh. can go wrong. Uh, so here, I'm looking here. So yeah, so the this, micro... is, this is the tinfoil hat brigade right here. Yes, they are. You are not paranoid enough, believe me. Uh, but in general, the, the quote-unquote the good guys, Trend Micro, they're have a little thing. They're, no, they're not. And uh, they're, they have this little thing that's supposed to protect you from bad websites, only it allows any website to remotely execute software or commands at an elevated privilege on your PC. Uh, so <laughs> through, through JavaScript. Uh, so they can do, they can quite literally do a Dell tree C colon slash, you know, and all the other fun stuff and just blow away your copy of Windows. And there's literally nothing you can do about it because Trend Micro is kind of allow that to happen. Well, so we should disclose here. I went to the Google security research page link that you put in and it does say status fixed. Um, oh, yeah. oh yeah, it's fixed. Closed they, as of Jan 11. So good yeah. news is just get an update, um, but you better get the update. Yeah. The, the bad news is, is hey, when, if you feel like going to some of the darker corners of the internet and, and Lord knows that we all go there from time to time for various reasons, mainly for recipes for me, uh, but uh, do it in a VM. Yeah. And then, yeah, seriously, now now it's getting to be the time where you don't really want to go anywhere That's of, a good point. of any kind of shady import. Uh, and half of this stuff, with the way how quick domains go, half the things when you Google for technical issues, I mean, you may bump into a domain that's been bought and sold. Starting that pra- you might have thought was a reasonable domain, you're just yeah, saying in the past? Yeah, yeah. Pra- practicing proper hygiene starts to get important, where if you're going to do your bank account, your taxes, do that in an isolated VM, too. Uh, so start start thinking defensively a little bit. Uh, on this stuff, but there's there's enough vectors out there that are going to drive you a little crazy. Wow, I, I'm just looking at the the attack in the issue. It says uh, when you install my trend trend antivirus on Windows, by default a component called Password Manager is also installed and automatically launched on startup. And this product is primarily written in JavaScript with Node.js. Uh, blah blah blah. It took about 30 seconds to spot one uh, port on HTTP that permits arbitrary command execution, open URL and default browser, which eventually maps to shell, shell execute. execute. Yay. Ooh, and then they basically have an example of like create new XML HTTP request 
do XML HTTP request instance.open get and do an HTTPS of that port slash API slash blah, blah, blah. And then you have like Windows System 32 <laughs> something. Yeah. 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 So this is a security professional uh, writing a shell exploit and embedding it directly in his wow. own products. Wow. So, Was um, this like a zero-day exploit? Did they report this and then make it no, public? This, I think, I'm pretty sure this went through the standard disclosure procedure where they it was disclosed privately and then they fixed it and then it went public. Gotcha. Okay. So, well, so uh, in that way it's good that it at least didn't get out there. It's just it's one of those things where you know if you if you do not have and all my my CISOs up in the hizzy, uh, you know. <laughs> You know, peace out. You know, this, if you're not paranoid enough, uh -huh. I mean, you're really not paranoid. They should have a big roll of tinfoil on the side of their desk. Um, but this is, it really is a good example that like things are moving very, very rapidly, and you just got to be on your toes a lot of the time. Hear that. All right. Um, hey, we have a birthday wish, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, this actually comes from via uh, our fan, Singular, uh, the one. Uh, so normally we don't talk about – you okay, Ken? I think I just put coffee all through my sinuses. <laughs> Thank so, you, uh, listener. <laughs> yep. So uh, <laughs> ser serving our listener needs. Um, but yeah, normally we don't talk about any of the email that we receive on the program because uh, usually they're, they're not we fit for broadcast. Really, yeah. and, mm. uh, but we do have one fan. And uh, coming from the AC to the JC, happy birthday. So, <laughs> uh, and next... <laughs> and next, the traffic. <laughs> Today in the traffic, it's cold and there are cars in the road. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, let's talk a little bit about what's going on at Chariot. First of all, if you head on over to phillyemergingtech.com, you will notice that we are currently getting ready for our 2016 edition of the show. In fact, uh, tickets are on sale right now in the early bird mode, which means they're cheaper until the early bird tickets sell out. Uh, $415, which is a ridiculously low number for a tech show like what we put on. So that when they run out, and I think we only have, I don't know, I'm going to say under 100 of those left before we start the regular pricing, then it will go up to a higher number, which I do not have off the top of my head, but it's not that much higher. Still save some money. So phillyemergingtech.com will get you to the website and get you the links. We've got all sorts of people uh, who are speaking at ETE this year. Rafi Krikorian, who is the engineering lead for Uber's Advanced Technology Center. He's one of our keynoters. Uh, and so he is dealing with uh, large-scale systems. And before that, uh, before, uh, before that, until August 2014, he was Twitter's VP of engineering in charge of the core platform, the infrastructure of Twitter. So, and he managed 400-person teams. So if you want to hear how you scale a very large-scale uh, platform. Shell scripts. Shell scripts. It could be. Who knows? Um, then you can listen to his keynote. He should be very interesting to listen to. We've got uh, people like Don Felker coming back as an Android author and development expert. Uh, we've got, um, let's see, Heather Miller from the Scala team. Um, we've got a CTO of CoreOS, Brandon Phillips, to talk about that platform. We've got a core developer of Rust, Steve Klabnik, about that language. Yeah, I'm curious about Rust. Mm -hmm. Rust kind of makes me feel happy on the inside. People are saying that. And we got uh, Ari Lerner, who is a, an educator and author uh, on Angular, uh, my favorite platform. <laughs> uh, he, he wrote really good books, NG Book 1, and now he's on NG Book 2. I read it. I love it. And he also issues the NG newsletter. He's going to be talking about Angular 2. A senior software engineer of Twitter, Andrew Falcone, is here to talk about some things. We've got Alex Miller, the uh, strange loop guy. He's going to be talking about Clojure. He has a new book out. I think it's called Clojure Applied, talking about how to apply those parentheses in such a nice way. Uh, and then we can go on and on and on. We've got the guy from Ionic, uh, Mike Hardington, coming back, talking about Ionic 2, which is built in Angular 2. Yahoo Katz is coming back for a second year and a whole bunch of other people. So if you want to go to a great uh, tech show where it's not just about going to eat and, uh, you know, talking with people in the hall, those are important things. 
there are a lot of people in those sessions. There are very few people that hang out in the hallways. If they do, they probably don't get it. Um, so it's a great show. PhillyEmergingTech.com. Yeah. yeah, and usually I don't. Just to say, like, I'm I, I never. I, I, well, I'm, I'm relative. I have to be biased. Now they pay me to be biased, but indeed, uh, same. It, it is one of. But the, I love it. It is one of the nicest tech conferences, and I was thoroughly surprised at how much meat is there. Uh, versus fluff, and I've, I've been to a lot of the big ones, and you go there like, eh, you know, what am I going to do between ten and three? Right, there, it's nothing. It's a waste or, of my time. You know, I've already seen this before. You won't usually hear that at almost any yeah, of the talks I've yeah, been there. It's, it's not going to be something like mine. <laughs> how to how to apply semantic networking for this semantic using our semantic products because of semantics. I mean, it's it's like, like, you know, oh my god, please yeah, no, make make it in. We don't have that. No, no, it's actually like this is how I solve problems. Yep. Uh, so there's there's very little corporate chilling and a whole lot of technical going on beyond uh, the corporate chilling we just did. Oh so, yes, yes, that's that's, that's the good kind. Of Go see us, we love it. Um, yes, great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at our blogs, there's been a fair amount of activity recently. I've been spending a lot of time with Angular two. It is now out of alpha and into the beta mode, which basically means that they are committing to feature sets and they are documenting the heck out of it at the moment. They're they're doing a lot of that work. So I've been spending my time wrestling with it, so you don't have to. And so if you go to the chariotsolutions.com/slash blog, you can pick up one of like five or six blog entries by me uh, on you know some of the guts of Angular two, which you know how do I create a project? Um, you know how do I work with uh, how do I work with the HTTP API? How do I write tests? What's the routing look like? And there'll be a bunch of those going on throughout the months of January and February as well. And that will culminate in our updated version of the Angular course for Angular 2, which should be up on our website uh, as something of offer under slash training in about a week or two. And so that's that. Yeah, it's nice um, to see it actually working now. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's actually much, much more streamlined than Angular 1. So I could say I do like where they're heading. Finally, it's 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 bearing fruit. Hmm. But it, it was a very long development process. It was. <laughs> well, we had some fun in the office watching Ken's hair go silvery white as he tried to figure out Angular 2. I thought back last March it was actually going to be released in beta. <laughs> was I... <laughs> 49 beta my uh, alphas later <laughs> yeah. a javascript project being released on <clears throat> never time. happened uh, no uh, no uh, and then we also have john shepherd one of our engineers has been writing some uh blog articles on various java 8 features so like one of his is uh talking about dealing with the abstract abstract syntax tree to handle null in uh null parameters to soften something so no pointer exception isn't thrown for example uh he has one on making a java safe string with unicode so interesting things there and then we have a number of other articles as well. So check out our blogs. And I guess that's about it for now. Yeah, I've got I've got nothing. I got nothing else. I think so. that's pretty comprehensive. So we're gonna try to be out here more often. Also look at our slash podcast web address over the next couple months to see interviews with some of the Philly Emerging Tech speakers as they come up as well. All right, so that's it for the developer news. Uh, again, we will see you uh, in a couple weeks. And this is developer news number 102. I'm sorry, 103. Do I hear 104? Oh, let's go for 105. Uh, So I'm Ken Ripple. I'm Jeff Lebonski. And we'll see you later.